to the 250th episode of We Call It Soccer. 250 episodes of me and Sasha and no one else talking about soccer. Yeah. And not calling it football. Yeah. It's, uh, I can't believe it. It feels like just last year I was joining this podcast. I can't believe I'm 250 episodes in already. It's, it's gone by real fast to do 250 episodes in just this, these four short weeks. Um, but I mean, time doesn't exist. We're in a hyperbolic time chamber that is uh, 2020, so... <laughs> yeah, and to do 250 episodes in just this day alone is, you know, really impressive, and we should really, uh, <laughs> we should we should really be commended for our abilities to record so well and so fast and so yeah, good, yeah. Lee. I feel like this should, yeah. Well, that ended right there. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was gonna say I think there should be like a a um, class for podcasters at our elite level, like Super Saiyan level two podcasters. You know, not like those, you know, no, no, yeah, not language. like those, like, you know, regular saying podcasters who are always talking about football or soccer yeah. and their stupid exactly. tales. <laughs> did you, did you watch Dragon Ball Z? I feel like you and I are on the same age, like after school, like four o'clock on Cartoon Network was like Dragon Ball I Z had to, time. I had to go to the library drunk. and read Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> <laughs> which was exa- almost, you know, page for page, exactly like the original, you know. So, he probably got through it yeah, faster. I got through Boos- yeah, yeah, I got through Boosaga ep- really yeah. fast. <laughs> yeah, every episode's like, and he's charging power. All right, next episode. Next episode comes along. He's still charging. Yeah. Third episode comes yeah. along. Man, he's charging, but everyone else is helping him charge now, and that's really good. Fourth episode, Christmas special. Fifth episode, okay, we're going to fight now. They they knew, really knew how to drag seasons out and Dragon Ball Z. How'd you feel if future self came back to tell you that you were gonna turn into Krillin? I mean, I'm already balding, so. I'm low hanging fruit. I had to go for it. I saw. I'm sorry, and I feel bad about that. You, unlike Krillin, don't actually miss. Um, which kind of goes into. I mean, if I had to do a destructo disc, yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah. Now that we now that we alienated every single one of our yes. listeners. And probably and, and gained uh, one so, more no. and just gained one. <laughs> well, now we'll eliminate that one. Sports. We <laughs> <laughs> had to play played a game this week, even though no one saw it. Um, if you're not aware, uh, Sinclair Broadcasting, who owns the rights to Fox Sports and Fox, regional Fox Sports broadcasts, um, took all those regional Fox Sports channels off of every single streaming service. I mean, Hulu was one of the last ones to fall, which fell on Friday, the day before the Loon's Game at Cincinnati. Um, so if you have cable, congratulations, you're 50 years old and you got to watch this game, which also kind of a punishment because I, I, I hear it was very boring until the last moment. It, it very much was so. Um, there are ways around it. We should note that people are having trouble even accessing this with a VPN. It's because... It is blacked out if your VPN is not outside the region where uh, ESPN isn't allowed to broadcast it. So pick someplace far from Minnesota when you're picking your VPN location. Yeah, like uh, Fargo. <laughs> I mean, culturally, they're far, very far. <laughs> we lost that one Dragon Ball Z listener in Fargo, but you know what? Fuck them. Hey, if you're that one Dragon Ball Z watcher and you live in Fargo and you listen to this podcast, please join the Patreon where Sasha will insult you more for $10 a month. Um, 
But Cincinnati did win this game. Did Cincinnati. Uh, Aaron Schoenfeld with his first goal in Minnesota white and, and white <laughs> and a little bit of blue. I'm off a corner. Michael Boxall heads it off the cr- off the post, bounces straight to Schoenfeld, hits one touch, and then powers it into the back of the net. Not Medine, Spencer Ritchie, the goalkeeper for Cincinnati. Um, I don't know if it was well-deserved, but I'll take it. Again, did not watch this game. I do not. I'm, I I follow the rules, Sasha, so don't have VPNs. <laughs> you can pay for a legal VPN, That's <laughs> which I do. I'm advocating for... Uh, you know. Okay, good cover <laughs> there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, did, did you watch did. this game? Uh, like you said, like the first half, we weren't, we did not show up. We hadn't woken up as a team, which is a bad sign because we did show up second half. But if it takes forty-five minutes for your team to wake up, like we're gonna get slaughtered in playoffs. Um. So, uh, we we did come out second half. Yeah. We pressed really hard. We looked a little more like the team forcing transitions, maintaining possession keeping it in their half. It was just weird that we still couldn't catch a goal. Like Molino had multiple opportunities where he missed. Like it was so frustrating. Uh, you would think with, even with Luda on the left, having Molino center and Finley on the right, we would have fucking scored on this team. We are the team who went to Portland and like dunked on them. The fact that we're not, you know, easily beating Cincinnati is it just shows how much we've changed. Um, but we did get the late minute win, which, which is like, Sometimes that's the fairy you hold out for is the never say die and then like fucking 93rd, 95th, 98th minute goal. I've had plenty of those like following the Sounders and, you know, I'll take it. A little bit of uh, cardiac loons going on in <laughs> yeah. Cincinnati. Um, this was the first game that uh, Bebe Reynoso got into after recovering from COVID-19. He's the one who took the corner that Boxy headed on to the post. And I ended up in the goal for Schoenfeld. Um, so, good for him. He, I would expect him to start tomorrow against Colorado. Colorado's coming here. Colorado played their first game in over a month on Saturday and lost 4 nothing to St- Kansas City. So, nil-nil draw, here we come. <laughs> um, I'm not helping the Loons' chances, I guess, is Kai Kamara will not be able to play Wednesday against Colorado due to a, quote, gentleman's agreement, end quote, it's part of the trade that brought him to Minnesota. Uh, this was first reported by Andy Greeter, then corroborated by Jerry Sedota. Uh, it's man, I didn't, I never read the art of the deal, but I'm guessing something like this is in there because it seems real dumb. It, it, it does seem dumb, also considering that we're not upholding uh, you know more gentlemanly thing, which is finding a place for Kai Kamara to live. He's still reportedly downtown in a hotel. Like, like, not that it's not a bad, like, a bad hotel, but, like, you're going to get sick of a hotel life in downtown Minneapolis pretty quickly right now. Um, so, yeah. Oh, man. Well, I hope he finds a place to live and or some somewhere to crash. Yeah. Who has an extra room for him? No, none of the players have an extra room for him? Come on. Um, but... So he won't, he won't play. Aaron Schoenfeld is probably started will start at striker. Uh, Jerry Zadota starts being reported that um, doesn't really surprise me as we don't have any other strikers and you know trading away Mason Toy even though he wanted to leave was probably a bad move <laughs> and not replacing him. Uh, the transfer window ends Thursday. Yeah. Is it so? Okay. I don't know. So 
short time for the Loons to figure out some striker depth because Luis Maria is going to have surgery. That was reported by Andy Reader of Pioneer Press, and Ike is probably out for this season. Even if he was ready to play, didn't back to full fitness at this point, and back to match fitness would be tough to do in such short time. Um, any predictions for tomorrow's or Wednesday's game? Two two one win. We get too early again, and then you're so optimistic. I know, right? Like I have to be optimistic because our our pre pre podcast conversation was pretty freaking depressing and dismal. <laughs> like that was mostly <laughs> me. I'm sorry. The reality is, we could lose four straight in a row, and that'd be horrible. Because right now, we are very much in our controlling our own fate. So. So two one win for that's what Sasha says. I'm gonna say two two draw. That just sounds the most uh, realistic. <laughs> Historically, yeah, Colorado yeah. is yeah. Colorado is uh, still finding fitness and uh, defensively weak as we saw against Kansas City. But we've never uh, Colorado and Minnesota games have never been decided by more than one goal. They're like one goal wins or draws. So. And go with a draw, two two. Um, question from Chris from our page, uh, Slack channel. You can join our Slack channel for three dollars a month on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/TWOUnitedFans. Uh, Chris asks, which striker god did Heath piss off to never have a forward that works, or always trade away strikers that do work? How does he make amends? Sacrifice a hot dish to the waters of Lake Minnetonka? Hmm. And I, I, I imagine. Chris, as you asked that, you're on your knees yelling at the heavens, um, and we will answer you from the heavens. My yeah. desk. I'm the seventh floor. It's fine. Um, I don't know what uh, some old. I'm trying to crotchety Minnesota god. He's pissed off. Adrian Heath seems like a guy who would never even try Ludafist. Mm-hmm. And so, like those are other coaches that in Minnesota, Mike Zimmer would probably try it. Uh, oh shit! Now I'm forgetting the guy from the Wild, Dean Evanson, I think he'd probably try it. PJ Fleck, sure, he'd probably try it. He'd try anything. He's a little insane. Um, Cheryl Reeve definitely has had it and like made it her her own. She's been here for so long. But Adrian Heath, no, Ludafish, no. He wants that fish deep fried with some chips, which are apparently French fries. He needs to appease the Minnesota gods by eating Ludafist with white sauce, which, quote, from one of my dad's pastor friends, makes the fish slide down better. Huh. Now, I should say, I do like Ludafist. I enjoy it. I used to work at a job where I ate it once a year, and it was very good, with butter and a little bit of bacon bits on top. Very delicious. Have you had Ludafist? No, I'm I'm still thinking about like which god and which pantheon is did they offend? And I was thinking I was like it's got to be like the god of blacksmithing for Norse mythology, but apparently they don't have one. They don't have a, a Hephaestus equivalent. Uh, apparently, all of the crafts were done by the dwarves. So he pissed off the dwarves who live in underground Minnesota. <laughs> in in the yes, Iron Range, yes, exactly. Yes, um, yeah. He maybe he tried to sneak in and impersonate one. I don't know. 
no. But if you, if you want to sacrifice a hot dish to the Waters Lake Minnetonka or to my front doorstep, I would not be mad about it. Um, question from another one of our patrons, Mike D. What's the forecast for this team for the remainder of the season? Is the season a bust? How bad did COVID impact the loons? And why won't Ethan Finley answer my calls? Well, that last one is probably because he gave you a six-digit number. You should probably should have figured that out by this point there, Mike. I was going to say Ethan Finley is hiding Kai Kamara, and Kai Kamara doesn't want to see you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Kai Kamara said no. Um, how bad did COVID impact the loons? I think just... I mean, uh, we'll see if Reynoso can return to full match fitness on Wednesday. Aha was never, wasn't going to be a starter with uh, Debassi taking his place, but he's a solid backup. Um, and basically just those two, those two games, he had to reschedule the Chicago game and the Dallas game. That's really it that, that impacted the loons. That's how it impacted the loons. Is the season a bust? I mean, I've looked at the season as kind of like an asterisk by it, but like if we win something, that counts. Um, forecast of the team, I think we're we're gonna make the playoffs. Like that's a given, I think. Not wood, not wood, not wood. Um, but we maybe if we're lucky, get one win and advance one round in the playoffs. But I don't think yeah. we do. I think we're gonna be very much in a position in playoffs where it'd be like, well, we probably would have won that if we had Dotson or Ike. Or Amaria, or all three, or it's, it's, it's something like that is going to happen. That's what the forecast feels like to me. Is is like, you know, we'll lose by one. We'll lose by one, and Abe mess up that like one of those guys would have had that position covered. So, yeah. So it's not all doom and gloom, Mike. Although you might want to either try to a new phone number or try calling from a different phone. Maybe that'll work. Um, in MLS. Dallas and RSL drew, which is good for us. Yeah, right? it's uh, pretty good. I mean, ideally we wanted RSL to take all three points from Dallas because RSL really isn't threatening us. But a nil-nil draw, I mean, that doesn't help you know Dallas anymore. And morally, like, sure, a point on the road is fine, but how do we feel after getting a nil-nil draw on the road? Like, it's not exactly a feeling of success. Um, this result was also pretty good for LA uh, LAFC because they're currently tied. Um with Dallas on points, but they have a game in hand. But if even if Dallas happens to catch them with that game in hand, they get a win. Uh, LFC has all the tiebreakers. They have the better wins, like better win record, more goals, better goal differential. So, yeah, RSL doing everybody else favors. Um, another scores draw that we had this week, which was pretty odd, was San Jose versus Seattle. Uh, and then Seattle went on to get a 1-1 draw against Portland, uh, which helped out SKC and Portland. SKC jumped to the top with their 4-0 win over Colorado that we mentioned earlier. So, yeah, now we've kind of got this weird trifecta of Portland, Seattle, and SKC all fighting for first. Um, but SKC might also drop out of that because uh, Seattle has a game in hand that they're playing tonight on them. El Trafico? El Trafico also happened. <laughs> I know, a quick great transition. Uh, and, and guess who's back? Back again. Vela's back to tell a friend. He scores in his return to the LAFC lineup. And 
Yeah, uh, some controversy here with the end of the line. If the ball was out, I think, before BWP sent it to Vela, but I mean, the Dallas here are really bad. They were going to lose this game anyway. They had a little help, little, LSU had a little, little help from the refs, but there was no way I think Dallas here were going to win this game. And it gets worse, I think. Well, not maybe not. It depends on how you see this move. Uh, the Dallas here will not be buying Christian Pavone. Um, he was on a loan to the Dallas here with an option to buy for $20 million, and he will return to Boca Juniors. This is a player who once was rumored to go to Arsenal or other teams in England, and now he's being turned down by a Dallas club who haven't been very good, and neither has he. Whether that's whether that is the system he's in or the players around him, it's too soon to, to tell. Um, the Dallas coach, Brian Baros Saletto, is also on the hot seat after sitting last in the lead for 18 games now. Rumors bouncing around the interwebs that Robbie Keane, former striker for the Dallas, will be is like next in line for head coach, but who knows, honestly. Uh, just buying Chicharito and all the moves they've made has not gone well for the Dallas. Oh. But... Um, Robbie Keane is, is one, number one on that what, list, uh, and he's also number one on my list of douchebags who have played for LA Galaxy. Yes. Oh. I'd have I'd probably put back him up there, but <laughs> it's just me. Um, the ISC announced that they will award the Supporters' Shield this season, going back on their previous announcement. Um, so they must have listened to our podcast last week and went, huh, made some really good points. <laughs> And then Toronto being like, yeah, we're going to win the Sparta Shield now. <laughs> Got thrashed 5-0 by Philadelphia. Uh, life comes at you fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, this this is kind of a statement from Philly saying, like, there's not only are you not going to beat us at home, we're not even going to give up a goal to you, and we're going to drop a hat-trick from Sergio Santo, uh, 33rd-minute goal from Mark McKenzie, who was number three on this year's 22-under-22 list, and another goal from Jamiro Montero. Let's... Honestly, like that score, when I saw that score, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Now, like, everyone <laughs> should be afraid of Philly if they're coming in with this killer attitude. Because, yes, Toronto's a team who knows how to do play- playoffs. But even this, like, I don't know. Well, Sasha, it's that time we week again where I asked you a bunch of questions that you will definitely know the answer to and super easy. And there are no jokes. One day, when I figure out how, I'll have a theme song for this part. But... I don't, so here we go. Uh, this is all about the Champions League since that started last week. Um, and something that you know obviously a lot about as a soccer podcaster in America. Again, these questions are all about the Champions League. There are no joke questions because that would be stupid and not fun at all. So, or, yeah, that'd be too much fun. So we're going to go 10 questions. All, every them, one of them has a definitive answer that is correct. And I guess we'll start right now. Number one, who are the most successful clubs in the Champions League? You mean historically or currently? Historically, yes. it's Real yes. Madrid. <sighs> probably some Italian team. Bayern Munich? Or, I'm sorry, the correct, uh, answer, the correct answer was all Halal and Paul Hain Steelers. I should have mentioned this is the Asian <laughs> Champions League. <laughs> Yes, okay. <laughs> Who was the MVP in last season in the Champions League? 
Robert Lewandowski is equivalent in the Asian League. <laughs> Close. Bafatembi Domis. He once played for Swansea, and I believe his nickname is the Just Black Panther. Just tip my tongue, Caleb. Really tip my tongue. <laughs> yeah. Who won the first Champions League? Real Madrid. In its current iteration. Uh, Al Ain FC of the United Arab Emirates. Which NBA stars participated in a WrestleMania event during the middle of a playoff series between their two teams? Oh my god, this is two sports. Um, oh my god. Um, I don't even know NBA players. I don't know, man. Kevin Garnett. <laughs> Michael Jordan. I don't know, man. You're actually surprisingly very close. Uh, Dennis Rodman and Carl Malone. I do you know who Dennis Rodman is. <laughs> and Carl... So in the middle of a... Of the NBA Finals between the Bulls and the Jazz, they flew out and did a WrestleMania where Carl Malone took his shirt off and revealed to the world he was fucking jacked and then destroyed Dennis Rodman. But then the Bulls ended up winning that, that uh, Finals. Question number five. When did the first WrestleMania air? First WrestleMania, 1983. Close, March 31st, 1985. Who won the first Champions League? Real Madrid, didn't they? Uh, Penarol. We're actually in South America oh my now. God. <laughs> <laughs> Which country is Penarol in? Uh, Ivory Coast. <laughs> Uruguay. <laughs> Fucking hell, okay. Who did Macho Man Randy Savage defeat at WrestleMania 4 to defeat Hulk Hogan? I don't know, man. Close. Actually, t- Hulk Hogan beat him in the next WrestleMania, but uh, Ted DiBiase with Andre the Giant's help. Andre the Giant was helping Ted DiBiase, Macho Man Randy Savage beat them both. Which active NFL player holds a title belt in WWE? WWE? He is currently playing on a team in the NFL. I don't know, Michael Vick? (laughs) Not currently on a team in the NFL. I'll give you a hint. He's his uh, best known qualities, other than football, is for being real dumb. <laughs> oh my god, that's every quarterback in the league. <laughs> I, I'm for sure I just insulted a lot of the population. Uh, I don't know. I pass. Uh, Gronk, Rob Gronkowski. He's a tight end. Play for the Patriots. Real dumb, but also like financially very smart. And then question number ten: Did you ever watch the TV show Mucha Lucha? No. Yeah, I was I was, just, I was doing like research for like wrestling stuff, and I t- remembered that I used to watch an animated TV show called Mucha Lucha, which are kids as luchadors. It was, oh, and, it wasn't that. It wasn't an anime though. It wasn't like the jet. Okay. No, it was okay. like Saturday morning. No. You didn't watch that? Mucha huh. Lucha. That's that's a shame. That would have been really. It nice sounds to on, familiar. That has been Sasha's questions. Sasha. Did pretty well. Oh, I remember Mucha Lucha. Oh my god, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> so the segment oh, is over. It. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with uh, the like, flea and the yeah. The flea was I was like the most disgusting <laughs> character, and they talked about some stuff in the third person, and was the most funny. And then Ricochet and Buena Girl, and I, while you were doing a lot of these notes, I was on a Wikipedia deep dive on Mucha Lucha. Oh, nice. 
Let me tell you, it is not streaming anywhere. I checked. Okay. Just I hope. Case. I feel like that was cruel, and I should like we should reward the public with like a Mandalorian or Star Wars themed one uh, next week when the, the new episode drops, new season. Uh, I, I, I don't control these, Sasha. I get them in the mail, and I just read them. God damn it! Not stop sending them in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on to still from whatever the hell that was to some awesome news across the pond. Uh, Marcus Rashford, um, fighting for the rights of kids in the UK, um, fighting to get free meals to kids in need during the holiday season, and then in the summer as well. Um, he received an MBE from the government for his efforts. And then they concurrent. And then they immediately, uh, voted to not give free meals to, uh, kids during the holiday season, which is the opposite of what Marcus Rashford wanted to do. And so he spent all of last Friday tweeting out, um, different places across the UK that he was working with to get free meals to kids um, all across the UK, working with uh, food banks and restaurants, and really putting his, I guess, money where his, where his mouth was. He backed up the talk and really walked the walk. I, there's, I really hate those. <laughs> those expressions? Metaphors yeah. or whatever. Those cliche sayings what he did he backed up what he wanted to say and put his words into action and i say this as a liverpool fan who hates manchester united good on you marcus rashford that's a fantastic thing to do off the pitch and keep it up uh he's only 22 i'm very excited to see where he goes from here with his initiatives and with uh his off the pitch uh advocacy yeah, I'm as well. He um he's he said that he he doesn't have uh education to be a politician, but I think he does. He he made a statement I think that can resonate even with us across the pond, and that's and this was on gold.com. We must stop stigmatizing, judging, and pointing fingers. Our views are being clouded by po- political affiliation. This is not politics. This is this is humanity. We talk about the devastating impact of COVID nineteen. <clears throat> But if projections are anything to go by, child food poverty has the potential to become the greatest pandemic this country or the country has ever faced. And I don't think he is, you know, uh, being an alarmist. I think he like he is someone who has witnessed this and been involved in this knows just just how dangerous this could be. And it's amazing what he's doing. Yeah. um, Marcus Rashford ended up. Not scoring in his in his game against Chelsea in a very drab nil nil draw. Um, that doesn't take away obviously from his off the field performance. Um, keep it up, Marcus. Both not scoring for Manchester United and also doing well off the pitch. From a Liverpool fan, thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, Manchester City tied. Wham. Uh, George Michael Antonio with the goal for West Ham United. George is not part of his name, but his name is Michael Antonio. Uh, Pep has only won one match when trailing at halftime with Man City. Obviously, that stat's a little misleading because he probably isn't, isn't losing at halftime very often. But when it does... Uh, are Man City in trouble, Sasha? Um, 
Yeah, I think so. Like, I don't think they're like he. They they had their moment in the sun, and they but they were fighting off Liverpool the whole way up. And now at the top, it's kind of it's a I don't know, dude. It's a crazy top right now. Aston Villa, Everton's. I don't know, man. Aston Villa did come crashing down to earth with a three nil loss to Patrick Bamford's Leeds. Uh, Bamford with the hat trick. Yeah, we all saw that coming. Yeah, all saw that coming. (laughs) Um, I would say back to Man City for just a second. It's lauded as this fantastic team, this great team that like world class players. But outside of say, De Bruyne, Aguero, Ederson, and probably Sterling, where are the other world class players? And most of those are you know up the field. So looking at defense, which is where they've been lacking for a while now. There's, they don't have that world class player. Yeah. In Stones and the Walkers um, are. Yeah, I don't really rate Kyle Walker that well. And then Benjamin Mendy has been throwing up <laughs> injuries. Uh, Rodri looks real bad. Brundadon looks not great. And then Merrick Laporte and uh, Altamendi and Eric Garcia. Uh, Garcia is young, probably grow into the role in center back, but. They, they need someone now is the problem. And I mean, they've lost yeah three know. key veterans in the past couple of years. No Silva, no Yaya Torre, no Vincent Company. Company especially was that man who could, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you like standing behind De Bruyne could lead the defense while De Bruyne led the offense, right? So. Right. Yeah, I agree 100%. Also, I'm totally unrelated news. Pep's contract does run out next summer. Anyway. <laughs> Everton loses for the first time to Liverpool. I mean, Southampton, um, two to nothing. Jamie Vardy scores the lone goal and Leicester's win over Arsenal. Any thoughts on that? I mean, game, I didn't Sasha? need another reason to hate Jamie Vardy. So, <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't like Jamie Vardy? I did before I got to know him. It's like a very Bojack Horseman thing. Did he, <laughs> uh, did he not uh, bring over some to like a potluck that you were attending or like? I mean, after last year's story about, like, his wife and Rooney and, like, just a sh- he just seems like a shit character, man. I don't know. I, I still like okay. him. Uh, I don't know what that says about me, but uh, Tottenham 1-0 win um, over was a, it was yep. Burnley in a kind of a drab game, to be honest. Really, real shitty. But Human Son currently has eight goals in this lead, which is the highest... And tied for the highest ever after such games, I believe, in Premier League history. Uh, his partner in crime, Ari Kane, or Michael Kane, <laughs> no, it's Harry Kane, uh, is leading the lead in assists with eight. Are, are all of his son's goals assisted no, by No, it's Kane? either five or six are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you think at some point, defense will be like, hey, Harry Kane's the ball. Everyone cover him and son. Uh, Run! If Harry Kane in this weird alternate universe ever joined Man City, would he become Citizen Kane? Has that joke been made before? No doubt it has. I'm going to say no. <laughs> Good job, Sasha. <laughs> Original <laughs> comedy here on We Talk Soccer. Definitely not stealing any comedy from anyone there. That was totally original and copyright. <laughs> we copyrighted that, that. So when he does go to City, we can sell those shirts and not get sued. Awesome. <laughs> um... Some fun news out of Scotland. Inverness, Caledonian, Thistle in the starter second division don't employ a cameraman for their matches. 
their camera is programmed to follow the ball throughout the match, so just automatically follows where the ball is all the entire time. In their last game, though, um, tragedy struck as the near side assistant referee was bald, and the camera kept mistaking his head for the ball. Um, yeah. I thought that was really <laughs> that good. That is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just thinking what, what's the design of the ball stop looking like Nike or Adidas or Umbra whatever your league's ball is he, he had a giant Adidas tattoo on the back it. of his head which didn't help I mean people do get the Adidas logo like drawn into their hair now it's it's weird that's yeah. ridiculous uh, Joseph Bartomeu and the Bar- entire Barcelona executive board have resigned. An election to will election will take place within the next ninety days. Um, this was coming. This, I mean, ever since this, the, their last uh, Champions League exit to Bayern Munich, this had been rumored. It's just a surprise it took this long. Yeah, and they uh, the board stepping down isn't like. You know them being nice. They got all. They were about to all be voted out because there was a vote of no confidence that would have gotten in effect. They had the votes already, and people decided to step down before they were forced out. A very a Nixon move. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't like stepping down graciously. It's like we we'll better we better do this before we're kicked out with a box of our stuff in our hands. Um, Ronaldo is still positive for COVID nineteen, so that means he won't be available for the rematch or the. His next match against Messi would have been uh, Juventus and Barcelona are in the same Champions League group. Um, their return leg will probably he'll probably be healthy by then. Maybe. Who knows? Honestly, don't really care about him that much. Yeah. Uh, Borussia Mladenovic tips Fedora, ties Real Madrid in the, in the Champions League. Real Madrid now only on one point after a 3-2 loss to Shakhtar and the 2-2 draw to Borussia Mid-Gladbach. Um, it definitely feels like the, the teeter-totter between La Liga and Bundesliga is going in the favor of Bundesliga this season. <laughs> yeah, Love to see definitely. it. I mean, I think, I think you'll see that. I mean, I think when the La Liga teams, the top teams, are going to struggle mm-hmm. for a little bit. Um, Barcelona in turmoil. Real Madrid really can't. Athletic, yeah. They haven't been the same since Ronaldo yeah, left. Atletico uh, got slashed last week by ba- uh, Bayern. Yeah. And then almost lost today to FC. Oh, sorry, FC. Sorry. <laughs> it's Red Bull. Uh, Red Bull yes. Salzburg. Um, and head coach, American Jesse Marsh. Um, Red Bull was. Salzburg was up 2 1. Madrid came back through Jao Felix to win 3 2. But some great. Um, Moments for uh, Salzburg and their and the head coach Esi Marsh and their Hungarian left winger whose name I'm not going to try to pronounce, but his first name is Dominic. <laughs> Dominic Toretto. That's a very Hungarian name. You know, he gets to the goal in less than ten seconds. You know, <laughs> that's what he did. And then he pull out a tours and put a lime in it. Yep. I live. I live my life one six yard box at a time. That's my Dominic Toretto impression, but he's playing soccer. Anyway, um, Real Madrid does have good news. They beat Barcelona and El Clasico 2-1. Um, to one. That's I don't really care about that. Because Serginho Dest, American superhero and the great new hope, um, is the first American to ever play in El Clasico. 
and by all accounts did very well at his right right back position for Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool defeated FC Midtjylland in their um in their uh, Champions League game today. Diogo Jota scores Liverpool ten thousandth goal ever, which is I think it's impressive. I haven't done ten thousand of anything really yet. Yeah, so. we've only done you know. Oh yeah, that's right. We've done like seventeen thousand during this podcast yeah. alone. Um <laughs> and uh I don't have the notes here, but Ajax did beat Atalanta, a high flying Italians, uh two to one at uh in Amsterdam. Sasha, anything anything else to add to our soccer stuff? Podcast ending this one with a bang. Two fifty. Uh, sadly, I X lost two two. Oh no, they, 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 we both got it wrong. They, they drew two two with Atlanta. Oh, last time I checked, it was two one. Okay, then I X drew with Atlanta. So, not gonna edit this out because it shows that we're yeah. fallible, and you know that because you looked up to us, and yeah. we're not perfect. Uh, I do have one shout out for Chris, who likes to uh, ask questions in our Slack channel. He is currently third in the Blackheart Premier League league. Uh, so shout out to that. That's pretty That's freaking impressive, actually, when you look at he stayed consistent and he has a lot of points. Uh, don't look up where I am in that league because then you'll lo- I'll lose all credibility. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, let's tell the people where they can find you on the socials. You can find me on Twitter at Russian Revenant. You can find me on Twitter at Real Caleb FC. You can find the podcast at TWO United Fans. I tweet from there on game days. But I probably won't tomorrow because I don't get the game. So I'll just tweet based on everyone else's reaction on Twitter, which will be fun and totally worth following and liking. Um, follow the podcast on Instagram at TWO United Fans. Um, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Rate us five stars on um, your podcast listening software of choice. iTunes mostly. I think that's the only way you can do that on. Um, if you don't have an iPhone, steal your friend's iPhones and give us five stars. Give the phones back afterwards, but don't tell them what you did. They'll never don't give those out. points to Mike D, because um, he's just trying to use it to call Ethan Finley. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Tectonics for, uh, for letting us use this on Lustless as our theme music. Shout out to our patron at the lead commissioner tier. That's Eric Olson. What's up, Dad? For $20, you can join him as lead commissioner. You also get two stickers that have our logo on them. Um, shout out to all our patrons. You don't get, you, you don't get named, though. Um, if you want to join our patron, Patreon is $3 to join the Slack channel, $5 for extra episodes, uh, bonus episodes every month where we talk everything about, well, I talk about music and Sasha talks about D&D. Uh, Sasha, your LTA is coming out yep. soonish. Want to do a little preview? Uh, no, you you have to wait because <laughs> my secret <laughs> knowledge. Uh, all you have to know is that's going to have plenty of eldritch horror creatures in it. Terrifying, and just not yep. for Halloween. Um, so five dollars gets you that one of those or a few, a couple of those every single month. We we'll start trying to work out our schedules where we can put up more content for you. Uh, Ten dollars a month. It's you some special episodes we'll be doing with maybe some past hosts. Who knows? Ooh. Colin. Um, $50 a month. It's you a shout out at the beginning of every episode and also two guest po- appearances per year. 
on for a thousand dollars, we will track down former hosts of the podcast Notch and make them say good things about Atlanta FC. Atlanta United FC, not the Italian team, not the FX show with Donald Glover. Atlanta United FC, the soccer team that's in Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia, the state, not Georgia, the country. Glad we have that all, all uh, figured out. All right. Shout out to Chris for his Premier League. Shout out to Topo Chico. This is delicious. Shout out to Sasha. Shout out to you, the listener. And we'll see you again next week for a brand new episode of We Talk. Bye. Feed me